Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Ujima Spirit Podcast. I am your host, Tika Taylor. Today's topic is free will. Yes, we're going to find out what is the definition of free will. Now, this is the trillion dollar question. Do human beings have free will? Now, before we go ahead on and give real-life examples of human beings exercising their free will, let's go straight to the dictionary and find out what are the different definitions of free will. Now, based on the dictionary, free will is defined as the conscious awareness that you possess the ability to make decisions. Yes, this is a basic understanding that most, if not all human beings should have. That they do have the conscious awareness to make decisions. They have the mental faculty. They have the ability and the capability to make decisions. So the fact that we have that ability... This is what we're calling free will. We have the free will to make certain selections that we're calling decisions. So therefore, we are exercising our free will. It does exist. Free will is real because we have that option to make different choices. Now, some people may argue that All of our decisions in one way or the other are already influenced. We are already conditioned or groomed to make certain choices. So if that's the case, then we are not really exercising free will. That is the argument. That is the argument that we are already predestined or predetermined to choose certain things because we have been trained that way. Now, yes, this is a valid argument that, yes, the majority of our decisions that we make, we are influenced to make those decisions. Especially as a young child, we are told what to do and what not to do. We are given laws, standards, values, and principles to guide us in our decision making. So does that negate free will? Does that completely exclude free will? No, of course not. Even though we are influenced in many ways to make certain decisions or we're led to make certain choices, but we still have the conscious awareness that we can at any time choose something other than what we're being told to choose. And we see this all the time. The perfect example is of parents telling their children not to do something, instructing them, guiding them, even disciplining them if they choose something else. But yet, they still have that ability to do whatever it is that their free will choose to do. 
The children don't necessarily 100% of the time listen to their parents. They really don't do that. All right. So let's talk about another aspect of this free will. Now we do have certain things that are predetermined or predestined. Now one area where we basically are totally groomed to do certain things, that area is our bodies. Because we have this biological vessel, we have this physical autonomy, or I should say physical anatomy. That physical anatomy may act as if it's autonomous, meaning that it has its own set of rules and guidelines. And we do have certain experiences that are already pre-programmed within this body. So we have no choice but to follow that script, right? So we do have what we call natural instincts that pretty much condition us to respond in certain ways. So our bodies are going to respond automatically without our conscious awareness or our conscious choice. So yes, we do have situations where it seems that we don't exercise free will. Yes, it's basically predetermined for us. Like for example, it is already predetermined for us to eat. We must feed the human body food. And if we choose not to eat, then it's going to cause a total breakdown of our human anatomy. So we can't be completely separate from the will of the body. The body the body has its own will. Predetermined will that it must be fed. It is predetermined that we have to breathe air. Because if we don't breathe air, our lungs won't be able to function. So we really don't have a choice, so to speak. We must give the body food and we must give the body air. If we don't, then the body is going to die. So some people would look at that as if, well, we really don't have free will. Because if we don't do certain things, we're not going to survive and we're not going to exist. Now, a lot of people don't stop to think about it. I mean, there are billions of people who do exercise their free will not to feed the body. And these people go into what we call a fast. It could be a form of protest. They fast. It could be a form of disciplining themselves. It could be part of a spiritual or religious ceremony. They choose to deprive the body of food. They do have the free will to override the need of the body, even though it's temporary. Now, we do have people who Learn to control the breath through meditation and different spiritual work. They learn how to meditate 
and redirect the breath. So we do have people who have exercised a free will to control the body. Yes, these things are temporary because ultimately we still have to breathe and we still have to eat. But I just wanted to give an example, a real life example of how certain things are already predetermined and it may seem as if we are not able to exercise our free will to override these things without consequences. Let's give another example. It's already predetermined for us to procreate. We have to have babies in order to continue the human race. Now, obviously, everybody on this planet don't have to procreate. As long as most people procreate, the human race will continue. Now, if individuals choose, exercise their free will, and they choose not to procreate, they won't continue their personal genetic legacy or their family lineage. That's it. But they can override the body's will. They do have that mental capacity, that intellectual ability for them to think for themselves and they can choose. That's that free will. When you are exercising free will, you can choose not to do something, even though it's already predetermined or predestined by nature for certain things to automatically happen. You still can intervene and interject your will. Even though, again, we do have to deal with the consequences of not following that predetermined program. When we don't follow the code of conduct, when we don't follow the instructions that are already placed within this society, whether it's by nature, when we when we say nature, we talk about biology, we're talking about the human experience. There are certain things that, that are already predetermined, certain things that we really don't have a choice. We really have to do it. If we do, then we're going to follow the protocol and we're going to get exactly the type of experience that we're supposed to get. But if we choose not to follow the program, then we have to deal with the consequences. As human beings, it's already predetermined within our nature, within our genetics, within our genes, within our chromosomes. It's already predetermined that we are going to be social beings, that we're going to come together as a human family, whether it's the immediate family, your mother, your father, an extended family, or the community family, or extended to the tribe or a global village that it's already predetermined that in order for us to be healthy, in order for us to work to reach our highest good, that we have to work together collectively as a group. We have to socialize. We have to build. We have to share. We have to love one another. That is something that's already predetermined in the human experience. Obviously, we have a lot of people who choose not to engage in that predetermined or predestined 
program or code for the human experience. All right. Now, once we decide to align ourselves with the pre-programs, this is a choice. We are choosing. This is that free will. We're choosing to go along with the program. Okay. Now, it is predictable what's going to happen when we align ourselves with these predetermined rules, regulation, policies, or program. These things are placed in order for us to have order and structure within the human experience. If we follow this script, if we choose based on our free will to follow this script, then we're going to have this outcome or this result. Now, in other words, we're going to have the experience that we're supposed to have according to our predetermined destiny. That's what's going to happen. Now, yes, we're on this planet to have an experience that is already predetermined. Now, this is something that we got to think about. The experience that we are here to have on this planet, basically, it's already been predetermined or destined to happen. Now, within that human experience, we can exert certain options. We can, at certain points, choose certain paths. Especially if we want to have a certain experience. I mean, this is nothing that's new. This is nothing that's new. But a lot of people tend to think that they have to go to two extremes. Either they just allow everything to happen without exercising their free will. Or they want to be as rebellious and defiant as possible against the predetermined codes that are already put into place. They want to just buck the system. They want to just go wild. They want to be an anarchist. They want to just rebel and do whatever it is they want to do. Like I gave an example. It is already predetermined that we must feed the human body food. Now, let's be more specific. Healthy food. Now, the issue becomes, are we going to comply with that predetermined code or that destiny? Because the human body must be fed. Now, some people can go to extreme and feed that human body unhealthy food, junk food, fast food. Or... They can starve themselves to death. That's two extremes. Now we have to learn how to be in alignment or we have to learn how to balance ourselves and know when to be able to exercise our free will, knowing that when we're going to do it and to what degree we're going to do it. So we do have the flexibility to exercise our free will somewhere in the middle. We can't go too far to the right we can't go too far to the re- to the to the to the left. We got to stay right there in that middle in balance between pre 
destiny, preconditions, and our free will. We really have to play that game. We really have to really try to create that perfect balance. Because if we do want to have that human experience, we do have to abide by certain rules and guidelines. That's just the way it is. And a lot of people come to this planet and they don't want to do that. They don't want to do that. All right. So just to recap what I said before I go on to the next definition, we have the choice to get with this program, whatever is already predestined or predetermined, whatever codes and guidelines and rules that are already set for us, we have the choice that is the free will to get on board with this program. And if we choose, again, exercising free will, if we choose not to get on board, we have to be prepared to deal with the consequences. Now, we normally choose to behave according to the natural laws in place in order to have the human experience. I'm repeating the same thing because some people may not get what I'm saying. Again, we normally, this is the norm, we choose to behave according to the natural laws that are in place. Now, all the variables that can happen during the human experience are already present and exist as an option. Nothing can be created because it's already in existence. We can choose that option that's already available to us. So yes, yes, that is what we're calling free will, that we can choose the options that are already available to us. So don't think that you're going to choose something that is not available. You're going to choose something that don't exist. You're going to choose something that makes no sense. (laughs) That option is not available to you. So yes, we do have free will, but the free will is specifically to choose the options that are already given to us. You're going to pick A, B, C, or D. But some people want to create a F, G, a W, a X, a Y, a Z that don't exist. Right, So you cannot make a decision that's in opposition of what already exists. I want you all just to think about that. Now, nothing is random and undetermined. Everything exists simultaneously. It's your preference to go along, to be in alignment, or go against it. I'm going to repeat that. Nothing is random in this human experience and undetermined. Everything already exists simultaneously. It's like you have five roads in front of you. Now, you can exercise your free will to choose which one of these five roads you're going to take. But the fact is, it's already predetermined It's already in existence that you only have five roads to choose from. Now, you can't create a sixth road. It doesn't exist. 
that narrative does not exist. All right. So it's something that we have to think about. Now we have people who are completely trying to erase natural law. They're trying to eliminate destiny. And they're just trying to recreate their own reality. And they can't do that. There are people who feel like they have free will to pretty much just completely reverse everything and just create their own world. But that's not the reality because if you choose to be an anarchist, you decide that you're going to exercise your free will just to destroy everything so you can rebuild it. You're going to face a lot of obstacles and challenges because that's not what's supposed to happen. That's not what's supposed to happen. Now you have free will only to align yourself with natural law. That's what you have free will to do. Let's look at the animals. It seems as if the animals don't have free will. It seems as if the animals are governed by pure instinct. We call it animal instinct. It seems to be like the animals don't even think. They're just strictly operating by instinct. That they're not choosing to do anything. They're being governed by their instinct. Basically, their instincts are already predetermined gestures, predetermined movement, predetermined activities that are already programmed into them for them to make these things happen. So they're just going by instructions. That's what it seems like, right? But maybe that's not the case. Maybe the animals are choosing, maybe they have free will, but they're choosing to go along with nature. They're choosing to go along with natural law. They're choosing to abide by their natural instinct. They're choosing to do exactly what they came here to do. The elephant came here to have an elephant experience. So the elephant is not going to buck the elephant system and try to have a lion experience. The lion is not going to have a monkey experience. The monkey is not going to have an eagle experience. They're going to operate within their natural abilities. They're going to stay within their nature. They're not going to develop an appetite, desire, or lust for something that is not in alignment with their nature. Now, human beings seem to be the only species on this planet that wants to do whatever it is that it wants to do. And it considers it to be free will. And what it is that they're choosing to do, obviously, is destructive. It's chaotic. It's confusing. It's creating all type of deviance or deviations and mutations. They're the only species on this planet. As we can see, the trees, the plants, they choose to be in alignment with their nature. So if they do have free will, they are choosing to have that predetermined experience 
as a plant or a tree. A rose is not trying to be a peach. A peach is not trying to be an apple. An apple is not trying to be a banana. If if it is what it is, it has submitted to that experience, to that predetermined experience. If it's here to be a peach, it's not going to try to be a peach in an apple's body. It's not going to work. This is something that we really need to think about. The plants, the plants, the animals, everything that's alive, the insects, the birds, they all are in alignment with their nature. They exercise their free will to do exactly what is already predetermined by their natural instinct. But human beings, they want to just go buck wild and do whatever it is that they want to do. And they call it, oh, I'm exercising my free will. Okay? But you're not doing anything to put you in alignment with your natural state. You're not living in harmony with your natural state. You're not living in harmony with your natural environment. You're not working in alignment for your own betterment. Right? Now, human beings act as if they don't have free will, really. They act as if the brain is just a neurophysiological activity center that makes decisions independent of the mind. That's how they act. They act like they're not in control of their mind. They act as if somebody else is manipulating or controlling their mind. And in many cases, that is the truth. A lot of human beings are not in control of their own minds. They have what they call the hive mindset, where you have a small group of people or one or two people who are basically telling the rest of the world what to do. How do they do that? They put different programs in place. A program is basically an instruction. It's a mental instruction, a mental guidebook telling you exactly what to do. So a lot of people, they're not using their minds. They're letting the brain do all the work. All the program that's put into the brain, they're letting that be stimulated in order for them to just react. They're not even thinking about what they're doing, let alone thinking that they have choices. They're not even thinking about that. Yes, you do have a choice. A lot of people don't have an independent mind. They have the hive mind. They're being controlled by something or someone else. And they are automatically on that goal. They're on autopilot, so to speak. Like whenever that button is pushed, they're going to automatically react, respond. They're going to do whatever it is that they are pre-programmed to do by this person who is controlling the hive. And this is what's happening. A lot of people, because their mind 
have been hijacked. They have no idea that they do have free will. It's as if they're a zombie. We're not talking about a physical zombie, obviously. Their body is not being controlled by a virus or it's not being controlled by something. The mind is being controlled. The mind is being manipulated. The mind has been conditioned to follow orders. So automatically, they don't exercise their free will because they don't even know that they have it. They're not even consciously aware that they have the ability to choose or make decisions. And if they are making decisions, it's not based on their present reality. They're not making decisions based on their reality, based on their needs, based on their wants, based on their own experience. They're making decisions that are already made for them. And that is something that people need to really think about. Are you exercising your free will? Or are you just regurgitating, imitating, or mimicking something that somebody else has already programmed for you to do? A lot of people, even though we do have the option to choose with our free will, a lot of people are not exercising that option because they are totally consciously unaware that they have the ability to make decisions. Now, again, the decision that they're making has to be in alignment with some predetermined factors. Now, you're not going to come here and just make decisions that are not already available to you. And I already explained that. Now, all human beings have free will to make decisions that will impact their lives. In other words, we always have a choice or a voice to exercise our free will. Now, yes, we have to follow specific laws in order to function within society and nature. However, we choose to do so with our free will. Our free will. We choose to follow natural laws. Laws that are assigned by nature. Biological nature. Environmental nature. We do have man-made laws. Human-created laws. We have universal laws cosmic and spiritual laws. We are expected to align ourselves with the natural and universal laws for our greater good in order to what? Maintain a balance. That is something that we have to do. Now let's go ahead and continue with the definition. Now the power to act out one's own discretion without any interference Now, that is what free will is. Now, based on the statement that I just made, the statement that there are people who are being controlled by the hive mind, meaning that there is a group of people or a particular person who is controlling that person's thinking process, who have hijacked that person's mind. So therefore, that person has interference. Now, if you have mental interference, somebody is telling you 
what to think or somebody is injecting or projecting mind control okay that person is dictating what you think and that person is manipulating the decisions you make obviously you're not exercising your free will you're not doing that even though you have the ability to exercise free will obviously you're not doing it because you have outside interference it's not internal interference it is external interference internal interference meaning that you have natural law that's telling you hey you can't do that when you are hungry all right you have to exercise your free will to feed your body that is the body exerting its predestined code onto you and you have to decide that wait a minute am i going to align myself with this predetermined destiny for me to feed the body or i'm going to just do something else now that is internal interference Now, external interference is when somebody else is telling you what to do. Somebody else is influencing you to do certain things, all right? So you don't have free will or you're not exercising your free will if you have outside mental interference that impedes you or stop you from using your own discretion. Continuing, the capacity to perform action without outside or external influence. Same thing. The ability to identify personal preferences and choices. That is something that requires analytical thinking. You got to be able to use your thinking abilities for you to identify your personal preference and choice. Yeah, we do have free will, but free will to do what? What do you have free will to do? What 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 do you choose to do? And how is that choice going to impact your life? Now, having the ability to identify you do, that's free will. If you can identify the different options that are available to you within this human experience, then you are exercising free will. You can do A, B, C, D. If you can do that, you can exercise free will. Of course, within that particular option. Yeah, you can choose. Now, acknowledging that we have control of our action, thoughts, feeling and desires. Now, that is another way that you exercise free will when you acknowledge that you have the ability to control what you do. Now, sometimes you may not control what you think. You may not be able to control your thoughts sometimes because we are constantly receiving thoughts from the environment that we live in. We have information that's being transmitted through the air all the time through satellites. in the form of television, social media, computers, radio waves, microwaves. We we're getting all types of information. And sometimes we can pick up on these things without consciously being aware where they're coming from. So sometimes you may not have 100% control of your mind in terms of what comes into your mind. But you do have free will on what you keep in your mind. What you choose to think. You have that free will to dismiss certain thoughts and ideas and concepts. 
You don't have to act out every thought that comes into your mind. You don't have to claim every thought as your own thought. You have that free will to say, no, I don't want that thought. This is irrational thought. This is negative thought. This is limiting belief thoughts. This is destructive thoughts. This is suicidal thoughts. I'm not going to entertain that thought. You have free will. You have the ability to choose what you keep in your mind. You have free will to choose how you respond, how you react, how you deal with something, how you address something that is within your power. You have that free will to decide what you're going to do. Now your feelings, you have free will to decide which feelings you're going to validate. Which feelings you're going to express. Which feelings you're going to experience. You don't have to experience every feeling that come to you. Because remember, if you really can't determine the thoughts that come into your mind. And thoughts bring feelings. Then you really can't really fully be in control of the feelings that you get. Because the feelings come from the thoughts that you get. So if you're going to control your thoughts, then you can control your feelings. Now, again, you may feel some type of way, but you have the free will to decide how you're going to feel. Am I going to allow myself to experience this anger? Am I going to allow myself to experience this hate? Am I going to allow myself to experience this fear or frustration? If you choose to allow yourself to experience that, you just exercise your free will. Now, am I going to learn something from this experience. You are allowing yourself to exercise your free will to see what you get out of this. Your desires. Some people say they'll have no control over their desires. Yes, you do. You have free will on what desires that you have. Desire. What it is that you yearn for. What it is that you're craving. What it is that you're lusting for. You have control over that. Some people feel like they don't have any option. They they feel like they don't have the right to exercise their free will to address these things. Some people really believe they don't have that. But you do. That is part of your free will to acknowledge that you can control your actions, your thoughts, your feelings and desires. And you can determine how you deal with these things. Continuing, the innate ability to exercise our intuitive powers to choose what's in alignment with our greater good. That is why you have free will. You don't have free will to do things or to make decisions or choices that's going to destroy you. That don't make no sense. And that's the reason why we do have a lot of our body function that that basically body functions that are vital to our survival on autopilot. It's on automatic. Now, nature knew that it's not going to give you the free will to have your heartbeat. Your heartbeat is going to be automatic. You don't have to think about your heartbeat. You don't have to think about your digestion. You don't have to think about your blood circulation. You don't have to think about your lungs working. 
Because if you think about it and you have to exercise free will for those things to work, some people may not choose for those things to work. They may interfere with the normal function of the body. So the body, nature, decided that it was going to go ahead on and take control of these vital activities. It's not going to give human beings a choice when their heart beat, when they breathe, and when they process certain natural body functions. They're just going to do it automatically. They're not given a choice. And some people still try to interfere with that, even though they know that it's going against their well-being. So if you have free will, it is for you to do the right thing. What is the right thing? Something that is going to benefit you. That's going to sustain your life. That's going to help you survive. Something that's going to help you thrive. Something that's going to keep you in alignment with natural law. Right? Now, the power and ability to do things that we want to do. Now, yeah, we do have, as human beings, we do have selective options of things that we can do. It's just like when you have a child. Right? As a parent, you give the child an option. Hey, you want to wear this dress or you want to wear this skirt if you're a girl. And we do have those moments where we do have these options. Do we want to go to the park? Do we want to go to the beach? We have these options. You know, we have the power and ability to do the things that we want to do. Right? Do you want to eat cake or you want to eat fruits? You have that option. You have the free will to exercise the option. Right? And then you also have the free will to do things that 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 are going to be in alignment with your nature. And it's something that you have to choose to do. And unfortunately, a lot of people when given free will to exercise their option, they're choosing things that are bad for them. They're not choosing things that are good for them. They're not choosing things that are holistic and healthy things that's going to help them maintain that balance now if you have free will you know that is the ability to make rational and logical decisions we have a lot of people who are making decisions right now that don't make no sense you know they're making decisions that make no sense They want to become something that's not within their nature. That's not in alignment with their destiny. Something that's not part of the human experience. We're here to be in alignment with the human experience. We're in this human body for us to have the human experience. We're not here to have the Martian experience. We're not here to have the Venus experience or the Pluto experience or the Jupiter experience. We're not here to act as if we're on another planet. We're here to breathe oxygen. Some people don't want to breathe oxygen. They want to go ahead on and and, and breathe helium or some other gas. They don't want oxygen. They say they're uncomfortable with oxygen, but your body is created to take in oxygen. So you have to Make decisions that are in alignment with that. Some people don't want to be in their biological body. If you are born into a male body, that's the experience that you're here to have. 
You can't say, oh, I'm not supposed to be in this male body. I'm not supposed to have this male experience. Therefore, I'm going to change and I'm going to be something else. No, that is not exercising your free will because you're not making rational, logical decisions. That male body is already registered. Every cell, every DNA, every chromosome, every hormone, your whole skeletal system, your physiology, your anatomy, all those things are already aligned with being a male. There's nothing you can do to change that. If you're a female and you want to, hey, I don't want to be in this female body. I feel like I need to be a male. And you want to try to mutate your body and mutilate it to try to change it. You can't do that. That's not exercising free will. That's being delusional. That's being foolish because every cell in your body, everything in your body, according to natural law, based on the human body, you are already assigned this gender, this biological gender. And that is what you're here to experience. Now, if you don't want to have this biological female experience, that's something else. But you can't choose to alter that body and try to make it something it's not. That's not exercising free will. Because once you exercise free will, you are in alignment with nature. You are in alignment with natural law. And you trying to alter that physical body is not being in alignment with natural law. You're being irrational. You're being illogical. All right? It's very important. Now, again... Exercising free will. That means you have the conscious ability to think for yourself without coercion from outside forces. A lot of people are allowing certain special groups to hijack their mind. To tell them what to do and why they're doing it. Some people are followers. They're not leaders. They're not thinkers. They rather give their personal power away. They want to follow a trad, a fad. They want to go ahead on and be with the in crowd. They want to be in style. So they're not exercising their free will. They're allowing other people to dictate what they think and what they do. Now, it's important. Once you exercise free will, you got to be in control of your decisions. These decisions will directly make a difference in your life. That's very important when you exercise free will. You have to think about the impact that these decisions are going to have on you. How will the decision you make affect other people around you, the community that you live in? A lot of people are so self-centered that they don't think about that. See, you've got to choose to be in alignment because we are social creatures. We live in social environments. We cannot make decisions that's going to promote disharmony, conflict, problems, and confusion. Now, we have to make decisions that have meaning. We call those things meaningful choices. You have to make with your free will. You have to make meaningful choices. Don't make meaningless choices. A lot of people just want to boast and brag. I have free will. I can do whatever I want to do. I have free will. But you're not using that free will to make meaningful choices. 
You have to make choices that's going to be beneficial to you and the community that you live in. Because what you choose to do is going to impact everybody around you. It's that ripple effect. It's that domino effect. We are all interconnected. You can't just make random choices, random decision, just because it's a fad, just because everybody's doing it, just because this is how people make themselves look good or important, or this is how people get attention. You can't just make random arbitrary choices just to be making them. You got to make a decision with conscious intentions. You got to make a decision, a meaningful choice. You have to use conscious intentions. You have to, again, make conscious choices, conscious intentions to act a certain way that is going to be beneficial. I'm I'm saying the same thing because obviously we live in a world that people don't get it. We have the power to make conscious choices, meaningful choices. We have the capacity to choose between different possible courses or actions. We have that. That is what free will gives us. We have the options and alternatives to choose from. But some people don't even think about these things. They just automatically follow a script that somebody else wrote for them, that somebody else told them that they have to follow. They're not thinking about the consequences. Now, some people believe in free will. Some people have a disbelief in free will. Some people believe we have a choice and some people think we don't have a choice. Now, both of them are right. There are areas, like I said earlier, where we can exercise free will. And there are areas where we can't exercise free will. These things are already predetermined for us. Sometimes we can choose and sometimes we can't choose. That decision was already made for us. All right. Now, as parents, we decide our children's future. Now, that's why being a parent is such a great or tremendous responsibility because we're going to determine our children's lives. We're going to create their destiny. A lot of things that we were exposed to as children pretty much put us on a certain path. That path might have been positive and constructive or that path might have been destructive and negative. Now, if a child was traumatized and they're placed in a negative state and they're surrounded by dysfunction, toxic people, and all types of negative circumstances, now, of course, their options are limited to what is available to them. Now, they have free will to exercise the options that are available to them. So if they have only negativity available to them, it's going to be hard for them not to make that choice to be negative. If they have been exposed to severe trauma and they have been predetermined or predestined to be on that traumatic path, they're going to have to exercise their free will to try to get out of it if they become aware that they have an option to get out. Some people don't even know they have an option to get out. 
That's the reason why some people feel stuck. They don't know that they have free will to exercise to get out of that situation. They don't know. Now, some people have been fortunate. They've been blessed because of the decision that their parents have made for them. They've given them the best life. They've given them all types of opportunities to grow. They have been blessed with abundance. They have the finer things in life. And they have the free will to choose a better path for themselves. Now, someone who's born in abject poverty, they may think that their whole destiny have been predetermined. That really, that they are stuck on this path of poverty. They don't see a way out of it. It's basically almost impossible to choose something that is not there. If, if, if prosperity is not an option, how can they exercise free will to choose prosperity when they live in abject poverty? So that can be confusing. But some people, they're able to tap into their spirituality, into their creativity, and they're able to see outside of their circumstance. Some people are able to exercise their faith. They believe in something that is not physically present or visible to them. And they're able to tap into something and they're able to create an alternative reality for themselves. They're able to open doors that weren't available before because now they see a way out. They see there's an option so they can exercise that option. And that is what free will is all about. Being able to acknowledge that in some situations we do have options. We do have alternatives. We do have things that we can control. Even though it may seem as if we don't control anything, it seems that way. But within that scenario where it seems like we don't control nothing, if we pay attention, if we're consciously aware, we can see certain things that we can control. And those things may make a difference in your life. It may literally transform your whole life. It may literally open a door for you that wasn't there before. It's like playing a video game. Everything in that video game is already created. That world is already in motion. Somebody already created that. Now you may think that, hey, you know, I'm exercising free will to do this and do that. But in reality, whatever is available to you are the options that were created within that game. You don't have anything that's available to you that wasn't created. So all the options that you have are already within that game. Now, the secret is, how are you going to use the options that are already available to you? You can exercise your free will on the options that are available to you. So if you live on the planet earth, you already know certain things are already predestined. When we came to this planet, we already found the waters. We already found the air. We already found the soil, the ocean, the mountains, the birds, the trees. We already found a society that was already In motion. We already found a civilization that was already in operation. We were born into a family that was already there. So yes, we have free will within what options are available to us. 
That's what I want everybody to think about. You have to not focus on what you can't do or what you can't change. Don't focus on that. Don't, don't, don't try to go buck the system. Don't try to go rogue. Because what happens when a cell go rogue in the body? It becomes cancerous. It becomes self-destructive. That's what's going on in this planet right now. We have a lot of people who want to go rogue. They want to go against the nature of humanity. They want to do whatever they want to do. They don't want to adhere to the rules and the guidelines and the instructions that are given to us by natural law, spiritual law, universal law. They don't want to adhere to that. They don't want to be a team player. They don't want to be part of the process. They want to control and dominate the process or they want to eliminate the process. Either way, you don't have that option. You don't have that option because if you try to do that, you're going to create so much havoc, so much problems. You're going to disturb the way things work. And then at the end of the day, you're going to have to be eliminated. Nature is going to get rid of you because you're going to be the cancerous cell. You're going to have a nervous breakdown. You're going to dig yourself into a grave. You're going to set yourself up for failure. You're going to be neutralized because you cannot exercise your option to cause destruction, to cause chaos, to cause suffering, to cause pain. You cannot use your free will to do that. That is against natural and universal law. You have to find out how things work. And align yourself to it. How natural law works. Man-made law are not always based on natural law. Sometimes man-made laws are very destructive. Man-made laws can be very oppressive. Very domineering and controlling. And they can cause an imbalancement. And cause other problems to pretty much go against nature. So man-made laws are supposed to be in alignment with natural law. But unfortunately, we have some governments that basically want to do whatever they want to do. They want to exercise their free will as a government entity to do whatever they want. And they're going against natural law. And this is why we have so much problem in the world right now. This is why we have greed. This is why we have war. This is why we have famine. This is why we have disease and sickness. This is why we have all the confusion that we have right now. We have people in power who don't want to operate within natural law. And they want to just buck the system and they want to do whatever they want to do, which is not sustainable. As we look around, we see the deterioration of society. And on every level, social level, mental level, family level, institution level, we see the total degradation of humanity. So this pod, this podcast is all about free will for us to align ourselves. Yes, we do have free will. We can exercise certain options that are available to us, but we have to make sure that we make meaningful choices. We make conscious decisions that is going to help us be better and to help us stay in harmony with nature. Thank you.